Hi everybody, the complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. Today I want to share something that I think is extremely fundamental for if you're going to choose to seek out a relationship. And by relationship, I mean this could be an intimate relationship, a partner, a spouse, a mate. It could even be, you know, who you want to pursue, you know, a, a, an awesome friendship with. Not that you would necessarily have that in mind, you know, when you meet somebody that you want to be your friend and have an awesome friendship, you're not really thinking that, you know, that develops over time. But I think that the holy grail of relationships is to seek out your own essence. And I do speak on this from personal experience, um, on things that have worked and things that have not worked. Um, I've had at least four or five, probably my best friendships in my whole life, were people who, I and I didn't realize this until I started thinking about this whole concept of the essence, um, but really my, my best friendships and closest relationships were people who had my same essence. And when I really figured out what was my essence, and I just, I recently figured that out in just the last couple of weeks, you know, what is that essence? What is mine? Um, there were several things that I thought it was, but once I figured out the exact word for what it is, it's the perfect word for what my essence is. And for me, my essence is that I am an absurdist. I love absurd humor, and I love absurd situations that make me laugh. And when I thought back to old friendships and friendships I still have, my very best friendships were with people who had that same quality. They weren't just funny, they weren't just goofy or silly or ridiculous, they were absurd. And they were probably very proud to say that, you know, they would think that that's great that they're absurd, they love that quality. But that really is what the word is. It's absurdist. And this really runs a lot deeper than what I even realized. And I'm really glad that I sat down and, and thought about it so much because I've talked in my, my, I think my last two recent podcasts that that aspect of me was very much shut down um, during childhood and in my teen years. And a lot of that goes hand in hand with that complex PTSD and that abuse growing up, the physical and emotional abuse, um, if you have that kind of funny side to you or that absurd side, people who are, are, you know, if they hurt you in your life, they probably don't like that. They don't like anything that makes you happy, you know? Um, so this totally falls in line with this whole, you know, com- complex PTSD, which is what this podcast is about. But I think in relation to maybe something we all struggle with so much, relationships, um, and I am going to point out later on in the podcast that boundaries are very important. Um, If you're ever seeking out, you know, a relationship, specifically intimate or a spouse of any type, a mate, dating relationship, whatever you want to call it, significant other, um, it's really important to have those boundaries. And I'm going to explain more in detail what I mean by that, because I think when you do seek out someone who's very similar to you, um, you can kind of go, you know, wild, like you can get, like have so much fun together that it can get a little bit too wild. And I've had that happen. 
Um, but I'll explain that a little bit more as I talk here. So in relation to a, a relationship, as I said, this is my opinion. I'm not a doctor. You know, I'm not a relationship expert. I'm talking about my own experiences here, though. Um, the holy grail of relationships, in my opinion, is to seek out your own essence. So if you want to seek someone out, very simply, I would just say seek out you know, whatever your essence is. So if you're mischievous, I would say seek out somebody who is also mischievous because that's what you're going to relate on. You know what I mean? Um, and the first step to finding joy with a partner, you know, there's that old saying of opposites attract. Well, that could be true, um, you know, and maybe maybe that's happened millions of times in history. Um, but I think that finding joy with a partner, and again, I'm just speaking from experience, um, is to pursue that genuine interest and build a relationship from that interest. But I think also a lot of your interests are going to stem from your essence. Um, the quality of knowing your essence is possibly even more important than just interest so for example for me one of my interests is I like Cardinals baseball and that's not necessarily anything to do with my essence um, but I think having certain in similar interests is very important as well so you know you don't want to have like opposing teams that you like to root for you know it could be any sport you want to have you know similar interests as well but all of this I think goes back to the essence topic I brought up in the last few podcasts your interests could have to do with your interests, but they don't have to. For example, after doing a deep dive on what the exact word is that describes my essence, as I said, the word is absurdist. I'm an absurdist at heart. I love absurd humor and situations that are absurd. They make me laugh. I love absurd shows like Seinfeld. In my opinion, that's an absurd show like Kramer, George, Jerry, and Elaine. They're all absurdist. Um, and the show Abfab, which I mentioned before. Everything about that show is totally absurd. Um, absolutely fabulous. And then I thought of other people like musicians. So the musician Bjork, um, she was big in the 90s from what I remember. Um, that's when I used to watch music videos when I was a teenager. Bjork, I would say, is totally absurd, which is good. I remember she went to an award show and she dressed up as a swan. Like her dress was a swan. Um... You know, that's absurd. That's out of the box. Um, I would say certain aspects of the show on E! called, um, it was called The Soup. Um, that was an absurd show, in my opinion. It's maybe not an exact description of what I'm talking about when I say absurdist. Absurdist is very specific. Um, I also realized that one key reason that I love surrealism and surrealist movies, like the movie Mulholland Drive, or anything by David Lynch... Um, I used to talk about David Lynch in some of my old podcasts, some of his shows that he did, like Twin Peaks and Laura Palmer and all that stuff. That's all surrealism. And I, I really didn't know that why, what the connection was to it. I, I used to talk about that show a lot because um, of the abuse that Laura went through on the show. Um, she's the main character in it. But really, what surrealism is, it's absurdist drama. It's absurdist at heart. Also, many movies from like the 20s had a lot of surrealism. That's kind of when surrealism became a thing. I love them because at their core, it's absurdist drama. It's absurd dream-like situations. But the core is that it's absurd. It'd almost be like, you know, if you're in a, 
uh, having a serious conversation with somebody and a butterfly lands on your nose, you know, that's absurd. It's funny because it's just so, like, you're not expecting it. Um, or if, you know, something out of the box, completely random that's not even possible were to happen while you're having a serious conversation. Um, I think I found the Holy Grail, and I call it the Holy Grail in regards to how to pursue a relationship if that's something you're wanting to do. Um, but I really think that this is it. For me, I am fine either way, being in a relationship, like dating somebody or not. But now I know to look out for that absurdist quality. That's what I really think would make me happy. That's not to say there wouldn't be a few catches to it. And this is where the boundaries come in. Like if you like someone who's absurd, maybe you would, maybe they would take it too far. Or maybe they would get on your nerves about it. Like, or they would get on your nerves behaving too absurdly. And I've experienced that. I have also taken myself too far. And together, like when I'm with someone who's so similar in that same quality, we lose we lose control. Like we we just have way too much fun, uh, to the point where you can like almost hurt yourself having so much fun. So there have to be boundaries. But I truly think this essence aspect is the holy grail. It's the key to that true love, or relationship, and how to pursue it. My closest friendships, as I've said. They have been with people like this, these absurd off-the-wall personalities. It's a very particular quality. I'm not talking about someone who's super hyper. I don't really like super hyper. I'm talking about absurd. So someone who's just off-the-wall, kind of ridiculous, but almost in like a serious way. It's very specific. And when I find it, I love it. And I would have to say I've never actually sought out a dating relationship for that purpose but going forward I am and I'm really curious to see where it's going to lead me because I've never sought that out I've always tended to date people who were in a very specific kind of box and that's usually what I seek out and it's it's so the opposite of probably what I should have been doing I was always seeking out someone who's very stable and someone who's like financially well off I've dated really rich people um and I have never sought out someone who was an absurdist so I'm very curious to see where where this might take me I would say I've had three or four friendships probably five um that were or are like this sometimes they might not last especially when you're younger and maybe things just get a little bit too absurd or maybe someone crossed a boundary I think that's very typical when you're in this type of scenario Um, and maybe for a lot of scenarios. Um, Like if you're mischievous and you seek someone out who's mischievous, maybe they get a little too mischievous, you know what I mean? But if you can manage a true relationship based on whatever your essence is, I think that that is the key. I really think it's the holy grail to a successful relationship. It also took me a little while to figure out just what my specific essence was, and I think that's important to mention. I first thought that it was being a preservationist because I have two fields. I work in historic preservation and I'm a massage therapist. So in the world of history, I preserve history. And in the world of massage therapy, I help preserve people's health. like And even to a degree their emotional health because I'm making them feel better 
and it, it calms them, it de-stresses them. So originally I thought it was that I'm a pr- preservationist. That was not it at all. Um, then I thought it was that, you know, I like humor or that I'm goofy or something. Like that's my core childhood kind of thing. But really it wasn't just humor or goofy or silly. Um, because humor is, that's what saved me over the years from so much depression. Um, and when I really thought about what I was like as a kid, and I I thought about other qualities of myself, I realized it isn't just humor or being silly, it's absurdist. It's absurdist humor. And the ironic thing is, I was actually, I still watch DVDs, I get DVDs from the, the library where I live, and I had just checked out a DVD that was a surrealist movie the same day I realized this absurdist quality. So it's kind of ironic, or maybe not ironic, because I was actually engaging with something that was kind of like a clue. Um, The surrealist movie was Mulholland Drive. I just watched that today. But that surrealism at its heart is absurdism. So go figure. This, however, doesn't mean that every interest I have must include that essence. For example, um, as I said, I like watching St. Louis Cardinals baseball, and tonight they had a really amazing game. They broke a bunch of records. Um, But that doesn't mean my essence is connected to watching baseball. That's just an interest. But it's important to engage with those interests so you can share them with people. In regards to activities, I love exercising and I love that I have my own equipment here at home and that I worked out with a personal trainer to help my back and that's an activity you could say maybe it's an interest but it's more of an activity like I I do deadlifts and squats and I have a bench press and these have nothing to do with absurdist humor Um, but they're probably one of the key things that I love that really helps me get out of the funk of depression It reminds me to eat healthier and get my protein and take care of my nervous system, get my vitamins, get my sleep. That's all practical stuff. A couple of the groups that I attend locally and online, those are for social reasons, just to get out of my isolation. They're for getting out more and having a support group that is something of a balance in my life. Um, But my poetry group, that's more in line with my essence, and it's one of my interests, the it's a local poetry group that I'm a part of, and we just met Wednesday. Um, but that's much more specific in line with that absurdist humor because poetry, you can do anything with it. It's a great way to express your, your way, yourself um, no matter what your essence is, but it's a really great way to express absurd ideas. Poetry allows for expression, for an expression you want, and surrealism is totally a part of poetry. And I'm actually going to, at the very end of this podcast, um, I'm going to end the podcast with a poem I recently wrote. It's really short, and it's a surrealist poem. It's absurd because it involves something happening that just wouldn't happen. I also hope that you might search out your own essence. If you don't already know what it is, maybe you already know what it is. And you might find someone who has the same quality. I really think it's the Holy Grail. As I said, I do think there needs to be boundaries like any relationship, but that core aspect is so key in my opinion. It also makes it so much simpler. This is really important. It makes it so much simpler to just have that be your focus if you're seeking out a relationship rather than having a laundry list of things like, 
I want someone who has this income, or I want someone who does this, I want someone who does that, blah, 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 blah. I think you'll kind of um, drive yourself a little bit crazy having that laundry list. But if you just focus in on matching the essence of, of what your essence is to somebody else, I think it's such a better starting point and you save your mind from having to race around and try and figure out what to look for, right? That's that's it. Just simplify it. Look for your essence. So for me, it's that absurdist quality. I want to end this, po- this podcast with a poem I recently wrote. Surrealist sun drops. The center of our universe. Blinding fireball in the sky. Shining brightly, I become aware. This thing is of so many imaginations. A surrealist concept. I reach out and touch what it truly is. Drops of the sun are on my fingertips. They do not burn, I feel within. Surrealist sun drops on my skin. This is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.